everyone. Welcome to a new episode, episode two, Fun Boat Diplomacy with Abir Kairi. Got it right that We're time. We're killing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting really good at Arabic now. Um, so now I want to talk about catch up, I guess, on the studying part, which I guess is your favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, right you and now. I, so I, I, had, uh, I had dropped out because of... Uh, the programming part I had like a week of programming and I there's just like nights where I would sit in front of the computer and look at the look at the screen and just like if I sit here for like three or four hours I would still not understand what's going on so I just I just went ahead and stopped going to school it's not good for the rest of you kids who are in school right now stay in uh, school uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like this part of the course um, I don't know if you know now, it was not mandatory. Uh, yeah, I knew, I knew, but... I, I did not know, I knew afterwards. Uh, and then, uh, in the second semester, there was no technical, no coding, no programming at all. I mean, it was not, e it was not even useful. <laughs> or let's, let's, uh, let's, let's, give the, let's give the audience a little background on what we were studying. So we were studying geospatial technologies. Yes. Um, so the, the first semester, like, there's a lot of, it, because the school is very statistics and data driven. It was mm -hmm. a lot of that, which wasn't that bad. It's actually, it's actually pretty Percent. useful, I think. Uh, and then remote sensing was my favorite. I still think about like light sunlight hitting the earth every day. Not every day, but like a lot of the times. <laughs> really? It's like it's pretty cool. It's it's really really cool how that is. Um, and then we also learned about the principles of basically geographical information science and um, what, else did, what else did we learn? Statistics, which I, I'm not, it's not hard, it's just not my favorite. Um, so nothing was particularly hard. I think data mining was hard um, because it was, data mining, I feel uh, like it was poorly taught. Yeah, it was poorly taught. That was what I was going to say. And it's a very, uh, it's a little bit abstract to wrap your head around. Um, but but the, the the short the short story is that I wasn't doing too bad, actually. You were doing good, actually. I mean, whatever. I, it's there was parts for that my I have strengths in writing, so um, that was. Um, that was a positive, that was a, an advantage, but I was, um, it was the programming part that threw me off, and then the, uh, I, it, it wasn't that I was doing bad in the, the courses, I just didn't really, it didn't fit with my interests, I never was super interested in, in, uh, in studying or, or, uh, Continuing this really degree. Yeah. But so what what was it that uh so the next semester was in Münster in Germany. Um, so second what, semester it was yeah, in Münster, Germany. In uh an institute of geographical information. FK. So institute in institute for geographic. Yeah. Um we had first of all how were the course like did you enjoy it 
No. No. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, I don't think I would either. Dayan kept telling uh, me that I would enjoy it, but I was like, it's not like enjoying. Uh, I mean, they were not hard uh -huh. at all. They were not challenging as well. And uh, I didn't feel like I gained more more knowledge in the semester. Mm -hmm. In the first semester. Uh, what kind of courses were they? Just like very briefly, like a couple of. Yeah, the I, I had location based systems. I had. Uh, can you remember that? It's that it's, <laughs> it's that forgettable that you. <laughs> yeah, I can't even I can't even remember the course names. I had. Um, let me check. No, it's not I'm important. You don't. Have to... going to check my second semester folder. To see what I had last semester, it's that bad. And were the were the courses at least taught okay, or was it really shit? Well, uh, I enjoyed one course. It, it was users usage centered design. It was by this cool Eastern German teacher. Okay. She, uh, she insisted of uh, of saying that she was from Eastern Germany. Uh -huh. She was really nice, and and she was, and uh, in not a German a German way, she was humane, nice person, <laughs> which is like That's like she was like the weirdest teacher in, in the institute because she was nice. <laughs> she was she was less robotic than the West Germans. <laughs> she was really friendly. I mean, she was very very friendly. I mean, when you see her, you would remember teachers from Portugal. She's like, wow. Uh -huh. uh, I had uh, digital cartography, which is like self-learning, e-learning. It sucked. I just hated it. I hate it. I'm, I'm not a cartographer, and I, I, I want nothing to do with cartography. Well, how did the other, uh, the other people in our program uh, like, the, like, like the experience in Münster? Was it just generally nobody liked it, or...? I mean, everyone was just forced to come from 8 to 3 p.m. Okay. To the institute. And how was the, uh, how was the, like, student interaction? Did you, like, make friends with a lot of students hmm. there? I met friends with uh, international students. Mm -hmm. Was there, like, nope. groups that you, like, would... Groups, you, like, um, like, it's, like it's not like, or anything. it's yeah. really different, I mean, everyone in, in class would, the minute as the class starts, everyone turns into a robot, international, German, whatever, just start being a depressing. It was really depressing, I mean, I was very, very depressed that time, I mean, there were days like I wouldn't even want to get up from my bed. Do you feel like you wasted a summer? Because it was during the yes, summertime. Yes, I wasted the summer. I like I wasted an, an entire five month. Like I don't want to. Curse every minute that goes by, <laughs> every minute that goes by talking to you about this, I'm like much more happy that I broke really? out. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it was like torture. It would because, it would have been pretty bad for me. I would imagine. Uh, I don't I don't think what I learned. Eventually, that if you speak German, it makes things better. At least it was better. <laughs> uh, because they would loosen up a bit and would start talking to you. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't become your friend. Of course. But they would, but they would ac acknowledge your presence. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes I would feel invisible in class. Mm. <laughs> it was that bad. So you don't have a lot of good uh, interactions with Germans? Or uh, not really? No, not really. I mean, very minimal. How do you like how do you like Minster as a whole? I, I, I hate it. <laughs> you hate it. So why didn't why you didn't have a choice to uh, to go to Lisbon again or? Well, I had a choice, but then uh, I had to be realistic and think about my thesis. Yeah. I was like, what What is your thesis? Here's the deal. I, I wasted a year so far. So if I'm going to waste more than six months of my life. I would want to come out with something really good, uh-huh. <laughs> which is my In Portugal, the only good thing I would I was I would be going to work with, which would be remote sensing mm-hmm. or statistics, but that was not very much related to my uh, bachelor degree. So if I start working, I would have like this really shredded part of knowledge that is not supporting me to have a job. Mm-hmm. So I decided to stay here and work in software. Uh, I'm basically working in uh, location-based services. Mm-hmm. This is the field of my thesis. I cannot talk more much about it, but it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, I'm trying to to evaluate a way of enhancing adaptive navigation somehow to make pedestrian navigation uh, pedestrian. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Is that a word that I should know? Like, uh, it, it's a word for walking. Okay. So what does that mean for people who dropped out of geospatial technologies? It, it means like, uh, it's you have car navigation. Yeah. You have you navigating with your phone trying to find a place. Mm-hmm. Walking. But for walking specifically. Yeah, I mean like, yeah, not in a car. Okay, all right. So I'm trying to enhance the navigation. I see. Evaluate if my way of enhancing the navigation is actually enhancing. I see. And that's something that would be more uh, of a specialty that in Minster that they can help you with. Yes, I mean uh, there is no one. I mean the only person who is who is in computer science is Roberto, but Roberto is not that good. No, no. So I hope he doesn't listen to this. I don't think he does. Also, too. I mean, I like him as a person, but yeah, okay. um, <laughs> that's it, 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 it's awkward now. <laughs> so, um, what what's your impression of the German education? I guess you just know the university. You have impressions of university in Germany, but what are mm-hmm. you, what do you think? It's uh, as I noticed, everyone who have a bachelor degree goes to a master's degree immediately. Mm-hmm. So people, unlike in my country, they do not seek for um, experience after, work experience after, after bachelor degree. Uh, when I went home <laughs> for the summer, I met a guy who is half Sudanese, half Chinese, and lives in UK. He asked me about Germany. I was like, I don't know, it's Germany. He said... But in UK, they call them efficient. So mm-hmm. from from that day on, this is like my description. They're efficient. Okay. There's no other word to describe German or any Germanic, German-like thing 
did you did you did you travel at all while you were in Germany? Uh, I went to Frankfurt, to Heidelberg, to Mannheim, but not much. Uh, no. Other people were traveling a lot. <laughs> yeah, I saw pictures. Yeah, but uh, I was too depressed to go anywhere, and and I was not even interested to go anywhere in Germany. I was like, it's bad enough being in Munster and living there. I mean, and then traveling in Germany and not knowing a single word in German. It's like in the summer, it's especially nice. You missed it. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I'm in winter in here, but yeah. winter there's nowhere fun in the winter in Germany. So unfortunately, yeah, I mean, that's how that's the case. But it's it's a good hub to go from it to anywhere else in, in, in Europe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but going to Frankfurt and Mannheim, are, those places are very, very, very boring and ordinary. Yeah, um, but uh, I went was there because nice. I had like, friends and family there. Mm -hmm. Heidelberg was nice. Mm -hmm. It was different. Yeah. Uh, it, it had it's a much lot more pretty than any of the cities that you described. Even Minster. Minster's like... I can imagine Minster it's, being it's a nice place. Medieval. Say. Yeah, but uh, a lot of things are new. Like nothing, it just looks it, it just looks uh, like a rebuilt it's, city. It's, it's it's not great. It doesn't look symmetric because you would have this medieval churches in the middle of the city, and then you'd have really really new and high tech buildings. Yeah, like new stores like around that area. Like yeah, and smart buildings and whatever, and and and. I don't know. For me, it it, it was disturbing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's jarring. It's like they shouldn't belong together. On the same yeah, level. exactly. So, yeah. but for me, uh, I liked Hadleberg because it had symmetry in it. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it. It was really old and it was really nice. I mean, it was warm in yeah. summer. It's a very nice place in the warm when it's warm. I've never been there when it's cold. I don't know if it gets that cold. It's in the south. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is a very nice one. I imagine in the fall it's very nice because there's a lot of trees. Yeah. I use the word vegetation now because of remote sensing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of vegetation, yeah, in Heidelberg. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and uh, red. Yeah, and it's it, it gets red, I guess, even to the naked eye. Yeah, in the fall. <laughs> um, what was I... And so when I was in Berlin in August, that's when like there's a lot of news reports coming from people drowning on the way to Europe. Mm -hmm. And then in September was when it got really crazy when Germany opened its doors and all the refugees from Syria could come in. Um, do you see any little, little changes, anything different in Münster or is it not? Well, even before the opening of the borders, there were a lot of uh, Syrian refugees. Yeah, and even was, even for like the past two years already. Yeah, yeah I mean, when, when we came in summer, it, it already had a lot of, I mean, I, don't, I, I, I can't say in numbers, I don't know, but, but I've seen them a lot mm -hmm. in the city. And now they're getting more. I haven't gone to other places, but I've, I've been hearing stories from like my friends. I had a friend who she was in Slovakia. She was coming back to um, to Germany who, uh, you, by the train. She and her family, and the train was full of the refugees, and, and they thought they were like one of them. Like, no, no, we're not refugees. We're German. We're going back home. <laughs> so. <laughs> but do they look like, uh, like uh, Syrians? 
Oh no, they they uh, yeah because uh, they had lighter skin. Okay, okay. But they were Sudanese. Okay. Um, and uh, for, she said like there were a lot of people were waiting for them, giving them clothes, uh, welcoming them. But uh, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I I can't describe Germans as welcoming people. I mean, it's hard for me to say this. Uh. Because from 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 my little experience living here, German people are really really focused and thinking numbers. So for them, for the people to see the government opening the borders, they would think of their money. It's going to happen now. The taxes. Um, Building new, new shelters and things like that. New shelters, yes. Uh, other people coming and, and working in their country and, and earning money in their country. It's um, This is how I see Taking benefits, like using their ben welfare benefits. Things. Exactly. That's a big one. Benefiting from their taxes. Uh, so... A lot of like people were like, oh, well, this is really good of Germany to do. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's good, but I'm not sure if the people are agreeing as well to this. Right. Or feeling the same. I mean, the government has the right to do whatever it wants to do, but then... Uh, That's a big problem I have with it, um, is uh, that the government kind of didn't ask if everyone was cool with it. With it. Exactly. I mean, and especially after the Charlie Hebdo and the Begeda thing, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it should have been an alarm to the government. Like, they should have thought, like, we should ask the people. I mean, at least after what happened, because uh, this would raise a lot of questions. And a lot of people, like, when I was reading the reports after the Charlie Hebdo, like, people like were claiming that, no, they're... They're paying for the money to come here. They're not suffering. They're they just want to be in a, in a better place. They're they're paying for it. They're, they're uh, it's not like they're of uh, a war refugees or whatever. But um, it's it's not as simple. It's not as simple. And and for me, I I I, I uh, it's it's really hard for me to understand how Germans think. Because for me, I was a person who lived after the Second World War, then I would know how it feels to be a, a refugee or to suffer from the war. So I would have more sympathy. But I think for them, because they suffered from the war, they don't want to suffer again, ever. So they don't care about what happens to others, as long as they're safe. Uh, so, <laughs> they come from a different background, uh, but I hope things get better or <laughs> do not turn out to be bad for the refugees, but if I was a refugee, I would start learning German as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. I so, would try to mix good <laughs> because yeah, but that's a that's a really big problem uh, with all, all the countries that are accepting refugees is they're not integrating. They have, they 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 kind of are doing it halfway. They mm -hmm. they feel like 
especially Germany, they feel bad about the past mm -hmm. uh, as a as one as Germans who um, in the past did some bad things we all know and also as Europeans who uh, they have some sort of sense of uh, of needing to 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 protect those less fortunate and it's almost it's a very uh, how, how do I want to put it they still feel like they're colonizing them yeah they, they feel like they feel they, they feel guilty about them. that yeah so um but that should not be reflected in the policy because that's an emotional yeah. thing it's an emotional yeah. and uh, and cultural um like uh oh jeez what's the english word <laughs> i'm thinking in german now um it's like the um it's like a sense of shame from the past mm -hmm. so uh but that's emotional and to use, to use emotions to make policies that's how america gets into um afghanistan and iraq it's emotion making policy so you need to you had emotion dictate policy in september when doors were open and now they want to use their brains that's when, don't forget that yeah when when I don't know, like, the Croatian prime minister, like, how good he is as the Croatian prime minister, but he said, uh, in, we, in Croatia, we have a heart, but we also have a brain. And I think that's very important. It makes sense, exactly. You I can't mean... just open your doors and not know what's coming. You don't, you don't open your door for, for 100 strangers that are standing outside of your house. It doesn't make any sense. And you don't, you have to at least... Ask, have a plan. Ask everyone in your house, hey, is this okay? They're going to say no, probably. And even so, if they do, there's 100 people standing outside of your house. <laughs> so it just, it doesn't, it, it's so, it's very irresponsible. It's, the heart is in the right place, but it's very irresponsible. But, uh, it, it's, it's, for me, they could, uh, open up the gate wouldn't have affected them that much economically if they, when they opened up the gates, had, integration plan mm -hmm. and a plan for how to make use of those people and be uh, really welcoming be like help them really uh be friends with germans be fr uh, learn yes. the language be learn part of the, the culture, society know the people know how things work because it's really difficult to live in germany i feel uh they have this notion of not doing anything wrong in their life like they they like they'd rather die before do something wrong <laughs> so no one would tell them that you did this wrong and other nations don't have this notion so that's another big thing to have someone who's like have lived 20 years or like more of, of their lives in a very loose community to come up to this really strict, really rigid community. It's, you need to have a plan to, to make them feel you're welcome, but there are certain rules you need to follow. Exactly. Or else it would end up to be like having small Syria inside of Germany right. where people do not speak anything but Arabic and live in their shelters and that's, that's exactly it. what's happening. Welfare. Yeah. And, and, uh, and not try to get ahead in anything. And, and, and in this sense, Germany will have a burden of having refugees, just like in Jordan now. Mm -hmm. A lot of 
have been a lot of Palestinians, there are a lot of Syrian now, but I think Jordanian government has uh, a history of dealing with refugees. They know how to do things. I think I think better than the Germans. They have a lot of history. At least they speak the, the same refugees. language. And the same language, yes, and, and the same culture, and they know how to deal with these people. Uh, but uh, that's one huge thing is uh, is the the difference, the lack of uh, understanding or acceptance by these pe by the uh, people entering the European countries uh, of Western liberal like philosophy and how things are thought like how things from true. the Enlightenment, like very basic things that Europeans take for granted, and that's how things work. But, uh, True, and but... even for me, a person who is not going to be living their entire life in German, I find it difficult because there are a lot of clashes between my culture and yeah. the, the European culture. Exactly. I try to like, like tell myself that I'm not going to live here, and I'm not going to have to deal with this for in the longer term, but I still sometimes suffer from it, from these differences. What's an example and... of the difference that... Uh... I mean, <laughs> uh, it's not like the, how can I say it, like, I've never smelled uh, alcohol or beer before in my life, before coming to Europe. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to smell, and until now, it, it nauseates me, mm -hmm. and I cannot, I mean, until now, I'm not accommodating to, like, getting up. Sunday morning and like go in the streets and smell the smell everywhere or like the partying all night and having to hear the screaming and the loud noise at night and weekend because this is not my culture, this is not how I've lived my entire life. It's not something that is like difficult to live with but and, and sometimes I feel like I'm not entitled to accept this. And they're not entitled to accept me. I'm living here for a short period. I'm going back to, to how things are good for me. But other people, it, 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 it's different for them. Uh, I mean, especially the refugees. Uh, not many of them have this really uh, re religious background. But it, 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 it's, it's different also from liberal views. I mean, uh, there are a lot of other things like homosexuality. Other other topics, living without marriage. These these are things that are not in our culture, mm -hmm. and either they would refuse it or get into too much into it. They would be refused by their own community. Mm -hmm. So it's these differences <laughs> will just make tensions on a big, like a large scale. Yes, yeah. yes, and uh, it will question. It, it will raise the question. I mean, after living in Germany and maybe having the the German passport. And still having those tensions, it will question the uh, the the German identity. Mm -hmm. Are they German enough? Those mm -hmm. people who are not accepting of what is German like. Mm -hmm. So. But at least at least in Germany there is already uh, a precedent for that in the in the Turkish and Vietnamese population. Mm -hmm. True. Because uh, there is there already was. Because all the way up until the 90s, actually, German citizenship was uh, blood citizenship. You were ethnically mm -hmm. German. But, really? Uh, but then now it's like there are generations and generations of Turks who they 
after a couple of generations, they, they feel German, but they're ethnically Turkish. So mm -hmm. what about that? So there's already those questions that happened or like in the, since, the, since uh, like 20 years ago, let's say 30 years ago. But, um, I don't think this question has been asked. I, I mean, I don't feel like, I feel like it's still in some areas. Germans do not feel like other non-blood Germans are Germans. Of course, it's not, it's not like in the United States where I can say I'm American, but I obviously don't look like I'm the original Europeans who came here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, but no one would question your yeah 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 your mechanism. You wouldn't. They wouldn't say, "Are you really American?" Not as much as like a Turk who they would. I feel like Turks would have to come out. And they would say, "I'm German, but my family is from Turkey." Turkey. Yeah, I don't feel like I have to say my family is from Taiwan. People might ask, and that's a different story, but. Mm -hmm. um, if I say I'm American, they're like, yeah, your your accent checks Great. out and you're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. But uh, I mean, it's the same thing for for the Sudanese people who who are who migrated to other places, uh, especially in like the newer generation. Like they, their family would like stick up like we are Sudanese, but because like we're not Sudanese, we're Europeans or Americans. And it, it it creates the tension even within the fam the familial mm -hmm. uh, relationships. But uh, I I really wish that the government would try to integrate them uh, mm -hmm. culturally more than anything. I mean, it's, a huge it's problem. really hard to live in Germany. It's a huge problem with uh, in in Scandinavia, like Sweden is reporting lots of issues mm -hmm. because there's a really huge divide. These the, the the refugees come and they're in entirely different neighborhoods that are like mm -hmm. very uh, isolated. Um, it's just that they, they went up and asked them, "Do you do you speak with anybody who that doesn't speak Arabic?" They're like, "Nope, it's all Arabic all day every day," mm. um, and they don't like talk to Swedes or or get to go to Swedish shops and get stuff. It's like, they're like Arabic shops. You can talk to someone else who speaks Arabic. Um, and it just doesn't, it doesn't work very well. But it, um, it's hard to expect that it would work very well because they're, they're kind of doing it halfway. Mm -hmm. Here, come in. All right. That's all, that's all we plan for. Come in. <laughs> so... Exactly. I mean, until the day comes when the stranger open up the fridge and take up the food of the person who's living in the house. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Mm. I mean, this is my food. All right. Well, I think we can stop there. <laughs> uh, our second episode. Thanks for doing uh, these shows with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope your audience would not be bored yeah. and would understand my accent. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks. And thanks everyone for listening. It was good seeing you again, Abir. You too. I mean, this was really nice seeing you. Yeah. And uh, well, thanks to the audience for listening. We'll be back next time for a new episode. Fun Boat Diplomacy. Bye.